Sensibility Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Baker. I'm financial advisor, money mindset coach, and all-out money guru when it comes to creating the financial future you are after. This is the podcast where we make talking money normal and manifesting into our lives practical. I share with you money mindset tips and tricks as well as practical financial strategies to help you create the financial life and relationship with money that you deserve. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome back to the Sensibility Podcast. I am your host, Amy Baker. Now, today I wanted to talk about some of the key things that you should consider around why you need a financial plan. Now, I'm not saying go and, you know, I actually do encourage everyone to seek financial advice. Absolutely. I am a financial advisor. But I'm also in the process of creating, you know, the sense of, well, I'm in launch and I've been building this online financial literacy course, which is basically teaching you what a financial plan is. And a lot of people really don't understand. I was interviewed by a lady at the ABC the other day. We're going to be doing a show in regards to the Equanimity Project, which I'm involved in around the gender wealth gap with the issue. And they're also, you know, the problem we're facing with women in their midlife, facing homelessness, which is a massive problem. But she asked this question. So what is financial literacy and what is a financial plan? But why would I need a plan? And I see them as almost one in the same in, in my mind, in my view, only because I am an advisor and I feel as my, it's my duty to educate my clients, but it's now something that I feel broader and knowing that there is a lot of people I speak with that really don't understand what planning is about or even know where to start when it comes to their finances. So I thought this show, we're going to go and cover what that looks like. So there are, I guess, seven fundamental things to a plan. It's budgeting and understanding your tax situation. Boring, I know. I don't like to call it budgeting. I call it cash flow modeling. It's basically telling your money where to go, what to do. And to understand that, well, we'll cover that in a minute, but that's one of the key factors. It's managing a savings account or something that has liquidity, that word meaning it's available for you if you needed it, but it's out of reach. You don't want to play with it. It's not your day-to-day spending. It's your safety net. It's your few months of expenses covering you if you needed it. Okay. And then I'm going to take my glasses off. And then it's also about planning for financial, bigger, you know, bigger purchases, maybe a deposit for a house. Okay, maybe it's you're wanting, you should have, you know, want to travel. You want to create a lifestyle for yourself. It's also that comes into play with investing and managing your investment risk, understanding your investment risk. It also includes your risk being the fact that you are the one bringing in the money. So you need to be insured. I'm always talking about that. Income protection is important. We're human capital. While you are creating and accumulating wealth and whether you actually have something to show for your work or not, I'd be questioning that, yeah? But if that's the case, while you're actually accumulating your wealth, while you're giving up your time for money, you need to ensure that, okay? So that's also managing our risk. It may be that you've got a mortgage as well. You need to have life insurance because otherwise your family will either inherit that mortgage and they may not be able to pay it back. You'd sell out that asset, well, the bank would, and you're leaving them with 
Okay. So it's all, you've got to now think, what's this really about? I'm sort of getting there now. It's about what you want out of your life. Yeah. This is important. What is actually going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be that your future self. And I'll cover that in a little bit more detail in just a moment. So another thing you've got to consider is that planning retirement. I touched on that before with investing and understanding your risk appetite, but we all basically are on the trajectory to retire at some point. Yeah. We're going to be going down that road of retirement in the future. And do we want to be dependent on a government or do we want to be able to pick and choose what we want to do with our time because we have the financial freedom in order to do that? So that's a key component to, you know, financial planning as well. And then there's another one that a lot of people oversee is that's just checking in. Am I on track? Am I doing okay? Am I kicking some of these goals? And sometimes, well, we are designed to really be short-term thinkers, especially in this day and age when we have instant gratification. You know, your phones are there, you get that dopamine hit, and then next thing you want to go and moving on to something new to get another experience. So that, you know, hi, yep, I've done this, now I've got to do this. And it's very, very short-term, right? So when we're looking at the long-term picture, like financial planning does, we've really got to sort of gamify it, so to speak. So we can get there to the end in the 25 or 30 years or in 10 years, depending on your age. But we've got to ensure that we can break all of this down into bite-sized pieces and really celebrate as we kick and achieve, and achieve those goals. So I think that that's really the key thing. Let's just set the stage here. You've got to know your why and what, what kind of life do you want to create? Yeah. I really want to think about that. So what's important to you and what does that look like? What does that feel like? I actually get my clients to really visualize this. My students have got to visualize it. They've got to feel what does that future look, look like for me? And it's okay to actually get there and dream a bit. And then also dream further. What is the bigger picture vision? And then it comes back to Okay, so how do I get there? Financial literacy is actually understanding the mechanics of money as a tool to create the life you want. So you're not in a situation where you're facing homelessness because a, a, a bad relationship occurred and you gave away your power because you trusted somebody to look after the finances for you. Financial literacy is taking back that power, taking back that ownership, and being in control and knowing that you actually have a plan that you're invested. You're invested in yourself with this knowledge, but you're physically invested money into your future. You're investing your time, your energy into who you want to be, who you're growing to be. You've got a growth mindset for that future person who's going to be financially independent at some point down the line in their timeline of life. So again, now this is the tough thing. When we're in a situation where we're looking paycheck to paycheck and we've got debt or we've got direct debits coming out and we feel like we've got absolutely no control, that's the point where we've got to start. Where are we at? 
and then create a plan to get out of that situation some way, shape or form, and then build on that and build from there. So where are we at? It could be that you're in credit card debt and drowning in that, or you could be, you've got a personal line and you've got your rents just increased. You haven't had a pay increase for a long time and you're really not saving anything and you just want to get ahead. So we're going to look at, okay, let's look at our expenses. Let's look at where our money's going. Let's look at that personal loan or that credit card and see what those numbers are. And maybe it might be that you need extra work or it might be that you actually come and sit down with your, your current you know, team leader or boss and say, hey, I'm just wondering when you guys are doing another appraisal and viewing everyone's um, current salaries. I haven't had a pay increase in X amount of time or I've been doing extra hours, I'm doing these extra projects, I'm just wondering if there was a bonus coming my way or is there a way that I could actually apply for extra work? Whatever the case may be, there's so many ways to earn more money as well. You could be looking around your home and find things that you could be selling that you don't use. Don't, you could be looking at doing maybe Uber driving. You've got the personal loan, you've got a car. Hey, why not? There's a lot of things you could play with, but it's that the fact is the financial literacy piece is really now going, okay, I understand my numbers. I know what I'm working with. And now I'm going to tell my money what to do. I'm going to pay down that debt. I'm going to save X amount each week. And that's going into a savings account. I don't play with, see, or touch. And I'm going to aim to get that balance to the X amount of your, you know, three months worth of spending, for example. And then once it goes over that, I'm going to start investing. Or I'm going to start increasing my contributions to my super. And we're starting now to look at things a little differently, aren't we? We're looking at a bigger picture. But as we're doing this short-term week, celebrating, we're looking at this going, this is fantastic. I'm moving forward. I'm growing. And as you start doing that, and you're starting to understand your money better, and you're reading articles about money, you're looking at understanding investing, maybe understanding your superannuation, you're now stepping into that future self who wrote that, who may have written out, what does that look like? What does that... What's the life I want to create? Well, I don't want to be financially stressed out every week. I don't want to actually feel like I've got nothing to show for it. I don't want to be in this situation. So, okay, what situation are we wanting again? Going back to our why, understanding what's really important to me. And now working out, how do I map this into figures? And using great tools like the Money Smart website and actually playing with the compound calculator. Playing with numbers so that you can really drive yourself forward. Educating yourself financially isn't just about, oh, I know how to budget. It's far more than that. It is actually about creating the plan. It is about doing more than what you are currently doing. So that's where I'm coming from with what is a plan? Well, a plan, as I said, it has a few factors into it. It has your budgeting, understanding what you've got to understand what tax you pay, you know, and how can I actually strategically reduce that by maybe making more contributions to my super, understanding what my super balance is, understanding how it's invested, understanding what my savings account is starting to look like. So managing that liquidity, the access to cash, if I ever needed it, what's my safety net look like? How much is that? Then 
Also, if you've got big goals where you want to purchase a house, for example, what, how am I going to make that happen? What strategy can I put in place to make that work for me? Am I protected? My risk, am I in, you know, is my, my ability to earn protected? Am I managed in that respect? Am I planning, thinking like far into the future? What does that look like when I am 60, 65? You know, having a look at what I currently have in my super and what I'm currently contributing to my super. What could that look like if I did that little bit more? Or what if I take a year off because I'm going to have a baby? And always checking in on all those things. So that's really, in my opinion, it's a financial plan, but it's more than that. It is financial literacy. It's financial empowerment. But you're the driver in this situation. You're the one telling your money where to go. So my next, my next podcast I wanted to talk about in, you know, where was it? I'm all mumbly here now. I wanted to talk about interest rates and how that's affecting everybody. And we're going to do some numbers. I'm going to actually talk about how does that look for somebody with a mortgage, say half a million dollars right now and what their income may look like. But on the flip side, how could that look like with their savings and their investments? So where's the silver lining? I'm always going to say that. Where's the silver lining? What can I do that's going to improve my financial future? Thinking about it differently. That person that you wrote those goals for, that future self, what decisions are they making? What's your future self deciding to do with their money? And I feel that financial literacy, something that we've really got to think about in more than just knowing how money works, it's also understanding our mindset around money. It's understanding why we are where we are and how are we going to get out of where we're at. So if you want to understand more about the course that I'm doing, I cover mindset. I do cover cash flow modeling. I cover, you know, investing, superannuation different various strategies basically all the things I know as a financial advisor I actually put into this course which is super cool but I really wanted to tone in today what was financial literacy and if you're sitting there thinking oh gee I really have no idea how to budget I don't like using that term but if you don't actually know and you're not telling your money where to go there are other podcasts I've gone through how that all can work for you. So do have a listen or you want to know more in terms of, I really want to get to the nitty gritty and build out a plan. I definitely recommend you keep following me, reach out. I think we've got a link here to opt in to our wait list for the sensibility money transformation course. I've got people already in that course right now. So we will start a new campaign once that's finished later on in the year. Keep an eye out for web, you know, webinars, Facebook lives, and also workshops that I'm putting out. And also don't dismiss where you're at with your super, with your invest, you know, your um, insurance, things like that. If you're questioning what that looks like, I would be looking at your superannuation, seeing if you've got income protection or salary continuance. Maybe speak to your employer about that. I would be looking at your super statement and looking at the last 10 years return and say, okay, I can average that up, go onto the Money Smart Countdown Calculator, play around with these tools and work out where you could actually 
end up in your future. And then I want you to always map it out, map it out. Look at the long-term, short-term, medium-term, like all three of those things, and then start breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. Start changing those habits and start celebrating the short wins, small things. Like, for example, you may have never saved a cent before and all of a sudden you've decided you're paying $10 into a set account that you ne- you don't see, that you're not going to track. It's just it goes automatically into that account. When you're looking at your transactions on your normal everyday savings, you know, checking account, savings account, I want you to go in there and see that $10 go out and celebrate that. Celebrate the fact that you're automating your spending, that you know your numbers. Celebrate every time that a bill gets paid and celebrate that you're planning for your financial future. Celebrate the fact that you are starting just by listening to this podcast today. You are taking your finances to a different level with a growth mindset, with a new attitude, that you're giving yourself more power, you're taking back your power because you're in control now, okay? I would always recommend, even if you're in a partnership, that you do manage your part, you know, your own money, that you share your expenses, yes, that you might have a mortgage together, yes, but there's something that to be said about being in control of what you create and knowing where that's going and what it's doing and being the master of your own destiny. Yeah. The creator that's coming, that's going to create and build the life that you want. It's no longer a knee-jerk reaction. It's no longer sitting in fear and worry. It's actually empowerment now because you're financially literate. You're learning how to tell your money what to do. You're learning what your money can do for you. You're learning how to invest, how your super works, why you need to be insured, why you're putting certain amounts away every week or fortnight or whatever pay cycle cycle you are to get where you need to get to reach these amazing goals that you have yourself. Life is a beautiful gift. We're only here for a small time. So run with it. Money shouldn't be something that is just causing uncertainty, anxiety, and stress. In fact, most people, a recent report stated that money is a huge level of stress. And yes, we're in a very unusual climate. We're dealing with a lot of market volatility. So in the investment markets, it's going up and down and we're seeing negative returns in our superannuation. But we're also seeing interest rising with our mortgages and things like that. We're also seeing the cost of living just soaring through the roof. Yesterday, I was at Taronga Zoo with my children. I noticed everybody i don't i don't even reckon i saw anybody with food purchased at the cafe i noticed people walking around with their homemade sandwiches and that to me is an indication of where we really are in life right now we're all being very mindful about how much we're spending so the rba lifting their rates is doing the right thing is actually curbing that inflation if we're spending less our inflation rates will come down which is what they're after so if you want to know more about that, please do follow me on Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm on TikTok now. I do market updates on this as well. I feel it's even though it can cause people to be really stressed because you're going, oh, wow, it's really volatile. It's crazy. It's so uncertain. The reason why you need to know what's going on in the markets in terms of inflation, interest rate rises, and the market responses 
is because it helps you be aware of why when you open a super statement, for example, you're seeing a negative return. It helps also for you to go, okay, I get right now why I'm looking at a portfolio and I'm making a decision on investment and they're all looking negative to me and that's worrying. But if I looked at the next last 10 years, now I understand that this is only a temporary situation. Now we're looking at the bigger picture. We can also know that this is a bumpy ride right now, but the plane will eventually land. I hope that helps you. I hope this is insightful. If you are wanting to know any more, if you want me to talk about anything, I will be talking more about investing in ETFs and superannuation and different types of strategies and things that I'm, I'm sharing in my online course, which is called the Sensibility Money Transformation course. And I hope that even though you're not getting a full dose of my course, that this is in some way, some shape or form transforming for you, that you understand that financial literacy is more than just telling your money where to go through on a budget. It's actually understanding the tools money, money is, the tool that money is, that the things that you can do with money will create the life that you want, which is basically financial planning. Now, something you might be sitting there going, well, wow, I really love what you're saying. I don't have the time to go and do courses and do all this research and be, you know, to, to learn this myself. I would say, even if you do go and seek financial advice, which I do recommend you do, you should still look at things like the Australian, you know, RBR, ABR, like, or the Financial Review or City Morning Herald's Money Page or Money Management, all of those magazines. Just even if it's on your Instagram, just follow them, get some ideas. And yes, seek that financial advice, but don't throw your power at somebody else. This is your money, your life. No one's going to make it happen better than you. You're in the driving seat day in, day out, and your money is going to make things happen for you if you tell it where to go and what to do. So I, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what I've said, don't hesitate. Share, 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 share. Please put a rating in Spotify or iTunes, wherever you're listening. I do believe, oh, look, I'm not sure. I'm not the tech person on this. I'm keeping this light, simple and sweet. Loving and leaving you. Have a beautiful, beautiful day wherever you are. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share the love, like and share all posts. Social links are in the show notes below. Please note that any information shared in this podcast is general in nature and not to be perceived as financial advice. Please seek advice from a licensed financial advisor just like me. We also want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Aurora Nation as the traditional custodians of this country we record this podcast in. We recognise their continuing connection to the land and waters and thank them for protecting this coastline and its ecosystems since time immemorial. Music